Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. You're listening to the big podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. This season we're celebrating women in trade. I'm Leila Gunter and coming up in this Equality in Trade podcast, we're going to be talking to Ben Downton, a consultant in education for construction. Ben is a former tradesman and site manager who has worked in many different realms of the industry. Along with assessing trade qualifications, he is also raising awareness about mental health in the industry. He's proud to be one of the very few people training others in mental health as he feels as though he's making such a difference. He discusses how the industry is a fantastic place to work, full of opportunities. However, individual people need to be educated in order to create a better culture. But first, don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to contact us or find out what else we've been up to, you can follow us on our socials. Thank you so much, Ben, um, for joining us on the Big Doug podcast. Um, so Pleasure. our focus uh, this series is Women in Trade. And uh, we've, I bumped into you in the Construction and Women Clubhouse yep. room. Um, and you've kindly agreed to come on to our show. Um, so you're a construction professional and you're now working in education. Yeah. Um, yep. Can you just kind of give me a little bit of a summary about what you do at the moment? Yeah. So, um, yeah, former tradesman, um, former site manager. Um, worked in many, many different realms of, of the industry. Um, and yeah, now facilitating education in the construction sector. So um, it's not just trade qualifications that, that I assess, um, but I'm doing a lot with mental health awareness and well-being in the sector now, which is really, really exciting. So yeah, it's something different, but it's 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 something that's that's really big and, and is is a big need in the industry as well. And um yeah, I'm just looking forward to to doing more in that. So that's that's a little snapshot of what I do. It's very very different, you know. Doing mental health awareness training in the sector and education is is you know there's not many people doing that for what I can see. So I'm I'm yeah, proud yeah. to be doing this. I'm proud to be sort of doing this and just making a small difference. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet. Um, so obviously we'll go into that in a bit more detail yeah, later sure. on, but. Um, can you just kind of give me a little bit of a backstory? So kind yep. of you originally worked in trade. How did you get into that? Yep. Yeah, so I yeah come from trade, left school, tender age of 16, um, was just looking for some work. You know, I didn't know anything about construction. Uh, my my uncle w- was involved in construction and kind of did a similar route to me, come out of management and then went into education. And he said, look, do you want some summer work? And I was like, great, brilliant. Let's, let's, let's jump in and earn some money. So I went in there, just started working with some plasterers. Um, I had no idea. I thought this would be great, just do it for the summer and then see where we go. Yeah. Went out, you know, big open mind and thought, yeah, this is good. Yeah, earning some money and you know, finishing work. And I mean, I was only 16, you know, in the pub yeah. after work, thinking, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, enjoyed it, picked it up well. Um, you know, as a sort of late teenager, started getting more involved in the trade, earning my own money, had my own van. And then, um, yeah, just sort of progressed from there. I was always very ambitious, always very, um, you know, wanted to kind of, I, I just wanted to have my own business. I thought, what do I have my own business? And, yeah. you know, um, in my early 20s, I partnered up with somebody. We started doing, you know, working for big local builders and doing a bit more. We had a few people, a couple of labourers and a few people working around us. And then uh, we really tripled down on that. We thought, you know what, let's let's see it, you know, try and go a bit bigger and try and, you know, expand what we're doing and we we just worked really really hard it was very very keen we did a good job and you know in construction if you do a good job and you, you know you you show up and you work hard you you tend to get more and then 
a few years on from that, we, we set up a, a fit-out business. So I was a plasterer. So I mean, plastering drywall and dry lining is, is, is part of that as well. So the, yeah. the, the bigger, the, the more builders we got involved in, I was like, oh, can you fry up a few ceilings? Can you stick some walls up? And, you know, we knew plenty of people around us. So, yeah, we, we just, you know, chucked ourselves into that and, and slowly expanded. And it was, it was around the recession time, 2008, 2009. And, you know, there was a bit of a, there was a bit of a recession and work was a bit scarce, but we just tripled down. And one thing we did really well, we just, we, we advertised, we went, you know, yell.com and try to get ourselves on Google. You know, it's different now to yeah, social, yeah. Uh, social media is now. And we, we had a bit of a lucky break, a company come in from up north, a fit out company that did a lot of restaurants. And they said, we want you to do this job in London. And we thought, blimey, that's, that's a, that's a turn up for the books. <laughs> so we kind of went straight in. And after that job, they said, oh, there's, there's a job in Leicester. Can you do this? And we was like, well, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> so we just went all in. And within a space of about six months, we, we like quadrupled our turnover. Wow. And we, we went kind of from that level to that level. Yeah. And it was great. It was, it was, you know, it kind of catapulted us to the sort of the next level, really. Then we had all this responsibility of people working for us, subcontractors, that, and all this admin. And it was, it was like being in the frying pan in the fire, really. But we just kind of grew wings on the way down. And we had a good few years of trading. I yeah. mean, we, we was, we was turning over probably four or 500,000. But being young guys, we was probably a little bit wet around the ears in some places. And, um, you know, the, the companies, you know, they, they like to, flex their muscle a little bit and sussed out that actually, you know, these are young lads and if, if we can squeeze them a little bit, we will. It was quite stressful, but it was good at the same time. And I think that added pressure of trying to run a business and cash flow and, you know, construction is not very forgiving sometimes, put a little bit of pressure on us. And cut long story short, me and my partner at the time, we split up. He wanted to go his separate way and he wanted to do something without me. And we, 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 we just fell out. And, you know, when, you, you fall out in partnerships it's, it's like having a marriage it's you know mm. you've got bank accounts and people and money and this and that and it was a bit messy yeah yeah so that was a bit stressful that ended and at the time I was you know I was with my partner we had a house and a mortgage and all this and I thought well what am I going to do and I thought well maybe you know working for companies is is my route maybe that's my path and maybe you know and I always was fascinated by the big buildings how do these companies that build these such big buildings mm. so i got into um, an opportunity to work with a, with a company uh, a big, one of the biggest drywall companies in the uk bdl group actually i think they bought out by carries now worked for them and it was a massive eye-opener it was like i was used to working on small fit-out projects to like tier one huge developments multi-million pound buildings it was wow. like blind yeah. this is like different league to what i'm used to so i went in there thinking I knew everything, thinking, well, actually, I know that much and I've got to know that much. Yeah. Wow. So chucked in at the deep end, sink or swim, loads of people and company politics and stuff that I didn't know. And I just uh, failed forward. But I, I, was, I was a quick learner and I adapted quite well. And I quite enjoyed it in a way. I thought, you know what? I, you know, I'm quite enjoying this. I'm seeing a side of the industry that I, I, never, I never seen before. Yeah. I thought I, I want to venture out. And it's <laughs> I remember speaking to an agency and the, the agency said to me, you're not experienced enough. You're not qualified enough. You'll never work for these companies. A bit arrogant, really. And I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought, F you. 
you know, I'm not having that. So anyway, I, I went and, and, I, and I thought in a way he's right. So I thought I've got to study. So I studied a little bit more. I, I become a little bit more qualified in, in management, construction management. And then I did my chart ship um, to become a chart builder, MCIB. And during that period, I started to learn a little bit more. I started to become a bit more wise. I started to understand more about management, leadership and how companies operate. And I was like, blimey, there's so much I didn't know. Mm. And um, then I started work for main contractors. I started to work for, I worked for Boyd's. Um, I worked for Barclay Group, Multiplex, wow. for Try, you know, fantastic companies, huge companies that, you know, all very, very good in their own right, doing big major projects in and around London. And and, and that was, that grew me in a short space of time, you know, that them, yeah, them, yeah they're, them big companies, you know, the politics, the, the way they build that, you know, understanding how to lead teams and people and packages and finances and people management. And it, it, I, I enjoyed it for, for a short period, but being a kind of, um, I dare say, you know, that having that natural entrepreneur spirit, I, I kind of had a shelf life to, to sort of working with companies. I thought, you know, I can sell my soul working for these. Um, yeah. But there was a part of me that thought, you know what, I want to go out there and do my thing again. Um and then mix that in with a little bit of, I had a lot of stuff in my personal life going on. You know, I started to kind of suffer a little bit of depression. Um, mm. You know, the, 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 the job was, management is very tough. Um, yeah, and then I, I reached a point in my life where I thought I've had enough of this. You know, I, I can't deal with this anymore. So I started, I left um, a company, Multiplex. Um, I mean, I had a fantastic job with them. Um, but I just said, I can't do this anymore. I've had enough. Um, walked away and I started to dip in and out of work and I was working for agencies. And I knew, I thought that I've got, a, this is non-sustainable. You know, I'm where am I heading here? What am I doing? And I um, thought, you know what, let's have another go at the, 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 the contracting. Let's have a little go at it. And I was just chasing money, really. I was just chasing, there was no passion there. I thought, you know what, let's try and rally people in and Try, and I had an opportunity to do a, a plastering job and it went quite badly. <laughs> um, it, it didn't go very well. I had to see the job out. I didn't make any money. I lost a bit of money on it. And I thought, do you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough of it all. Sod the industry. Um, I've had enough of building. I'm just going to take a break. And I had a bit of money and I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought, what am I going to do? Don't know. I've got no idea. So, that was a bit of a tough period for me in my life. Um, my, I had a breakdown in my relationship. And I suppose I was going through a lot of personal change. Yeah. And then a, an opportunity come along to work in education. Um, my yeah. brother works um, in it. Um, he's one of the directors of, of a company that I work with at the moment. My uncle works in it. So quite well connected in that sector. And I thought, this, you know, I've got the skills. I've got the knowledge. Um but during that period, I started to study more about fitness and wellness, you yeah. know, because I, I started doing a lot of that for myself. And I thought, I want to get into this. I, I, this is just a passion. I thought, I, I like fitness, I like wellness, and I like people. I've got no idea how I'm going to do this. I didn't want to be a PT or anything like that. So I got into this education and was like, look, we need to do more on mental health. What can we do? And it's taken me three years to get to where I am now. To yeah. be able to start facilitating education in it, so yeah, that's a bit of a snapshot. That's where I am now. Um, yeah, it's wow, been, it's been quite a journey. Um, yeah, one thing I learned is that, and I think I said this to you before, is that oh blimey, <laughs> sorry, See my ya. phone went. 
Yeah, can you can you see me? Sorry about yeah, that. Later. Yeah, yeah one, one thing I've learned is that it's not the industry. The industry is a great industry. Yeah, the industry yeah. is a fantastic, fantastic place uh, to work with plenty of opportunities. It's just people. It's people. It's yeah. culture that needs to be improved. Culture and people. Yeah. If you can, if you can give people some, just a little, just a little bit, a little bit of education, a little bit of the right support guidance, you can set them up to be a bit better. And if you yeah. can, if you can inject better culture into companies and people then that culture can just improve slightly yeah. um so yeah i'm really enjoying where i'm at now i'm still learning i'm i'm relatively you know i i did uh, you know i got that high in the industry in management and you know yeah, yeah. i knew how to run a business to now i'm kind of you know getting involved in wellness and mental yeah. health and kind of learning about medical and it's it's like it's like wow i think why am I doing this? This is really different dynamic, but <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. people. I love yeah. people and I love helping others. And there's something in my soul that heals me that, 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 I, that I enjoy when, when, when I do. And the industry is wide open for this. Yeah, and yeah. it's a fantastic industry and it, it yeah. needs to continue thriving. And, and the, the statistic of suicide and stress that's apparent Needs, needs to come down as well so that's kind of my kind of personal mission at the moment to kind of do good in that sector and as I say you know I'm I'm a tradesman I'm a manager you know I'm a used to be a burly builder if you want to call it that you know yeah. and, and I, I come from that side yeah so I think I've got an advantage there to, yeah. to to be able to relate yeah it, totally. to, to people so but yeah that's that that's yeah. that's me Layla so yeah. that's that's my yeah. sort of journey really yeah um, yeah it's yeah. an awesome journey and I just love where you've come to right now I mean the fact that you've kind of decided to put all that kind of money probably to one side and focus on yeah others is so is so empowering mm. but do you think there was anything at all that kind of like maybe sparked that when you were in the industry did you witness anything or were you kind of like party to things which you didn't really agree with was there any um, not 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 really not really I, I would say in, in terms of this like what would what, you mean in terms of mental health or discrimination or something? Yeah, like well, all of it really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, obviously, you said that there is, um, obviously, there's, you just said there's like a lot of suicides within the industry. Yeah. I didn't really know that. I'm not sure there is in lots of industries, but I assume you're saying that construction is quite high. Why do you think that is? Um, there, there was a statistic, and quote me on this, I think it's from the CIOB that, yeah. that, that said 27% of people in the industry, and again, I don't know how many people this was or where they took the survey. And it, I'm not sure if it was the IOB, but it was a survey done. Um, yeah. And 27% of people said that they want to commit suicide. Ninety. Yeah. And this was done in 2019. And there yeah. was a survey done in 2020 that said 97% of people are stressed. Yeah. 87% of people are anxious. Yeah. And that to me is... It's, it's almost like the whole industry and and to yeah. have over a quarter so that say they want to commit suicide is shocking mm. you know to, and, and again they're people that have admitted that in the survey how many more people haven't admitted that uh, and and they, again these are just statistics but I, I mean i've been there i was very very stressed working in this you know i would i was one of those statistics and i, I think there's a lot of people that probably don't speak up yeah so i I, I've I've definitely seen a lot of people. I've worked with people in the industry that that have had have had stress and, and and personal problems, and I've seen people that you know seem stressed. So I have witnessed a lot of that. Yeah. Um. And I've 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 worked in it myself, so I know yeah. how it can be. 
why do you think that people are so stressed though is it because the amount of money is it the amount of pressure that people put on you or is no. it I, I think I don't think it's, it's I'm not it's not the industry I'm not here to I don't think it's the, I think the industry yeah, yeah. yeah it is yeah it's it's a wonderful industry it's yeah. it's um it's got it's got many moving parts you know there's a planning communication um you know carrying the work out dealing with people and it's it's very you know to build these um these lovely buildings takes a lot of work time and effort yeah. and that's never going to change and that's what makes it great and that's what you know, we need stress. We need optimal stress. I mean, I thrived off the challenge working yeah. with these big companies. I loved it. Um, but I think add that into, um, you know, the, 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 the long hours and, and yeah. um, high pressure. If you've got other things going on in your life, yeah, um, that pressure, it's like a tap. It's like it's you've only got so much before that pressure starts yeah. spraying yeah. out. Yeah. And if this, if this is what happens to me. Yeah. And the thing is, in life, we're always dealing with generally five key things. You know, our finances, our career, our relationships, our environment around us, you know, where we live or people around us, and also our health, our, our well-being, mm. you know, how we feel about ourselves or, or if we've got an illness or something. And if they're out of whack a little bit, you know, if, if we're struggling with money or the, we're having a bit of bad time at home or, you know, maybe the we don't like the site that we're on and, you know, I'm having a few problems at home and you know what? I'm not eating very well at the minute. That stuff adds up. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the only thing I'll say about construction is that the culture in it is not very, um, it's not very good around wellness and nutrition and, yeah. you know, sleep, get lots of sleep and make sure you eat well. It's very job and knock and just eat when you can. And, uh, you know, we're always running on adrenaline. Normally we don't eat and then we fill our face full of, go and have breakfast and a cafe and then afterwards we'll have a couple of beers and that doesn't set us up well for good health and wellness yeah 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 and I think over time this adds up yeah and I and I think when people are getting up at 6am 5am traveling for an hour two hours into London working till five coming home that there's probably not a lot of focus for, for me time and and, and and health yeah and and if you've got a few issues going on at home it's just gonna. It's just gonna keep spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And I think that generally is the problem. I mean, it was the same for me. But hey, the industry is not going to change. But what you can do is try and improve a little bit of culture in that. Yeah. By yeah. just instead of focusing so much on just get this fucking job done and yeah. and how great giving people really good packages, you know, and and paying them loads of money. Let's just focus on a little bit of how can we optimize your health a little bit. You know, yeah. maybe site managers are never going to be out of work from home but maybe they can just have a little bit more flexible working maybe they can yeah. have rotors maybe if you said to, if you really triple down on how to be healthy just a little bit just a little bit you know eat and and, and just you know focus on hydration a little bit and maybe just take some time out go and exercise just a little just a little bit just a little yeah. bit you can yeah. slowly start to improve that culture yeah um and a little bit more awareness just a little bit more awareness of why we get stressed yeah and 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 and, and just if it fuck actually that is the problem i can just maybe focus on that a little bit and, and when you create that culture it also creates a better environment for people to talk yeah and to talk to each other and less of that kind of lad culture kind of you know or being afraid of oh, if i don't get the job done that it, it, it sounds complicated but it isn't but once you start focusing on that people it ripples and people can relax a little bit and maybe can talk and maybe can do something about 
and even yeah. just talk, even just talking and having a chat to someone, and 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 that that can really relieve a lot of pressure in people and get them yeah. to understand. And sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes yeah. you know. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it, really. Yeah. So that kind of leads us quite nicely into hmm. obviously our focus is women in trade. Yeah. Um, so kind of like you just said lad culture yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, obviously it is really very much dominated by males would yeah. you say yeah and so your yeah, experience oh, yeah. has been that yeah. yeah so I mean did you ever have any experiences of working with women in the trade at the time oh, yeah I mean how I, was that? brilliant I, I've yeah. I mean I've worked with some fantastic women in in trade very rare actually yeah. but there was mainly electricians women yeah. tend to be actually painters as well I've seen women painters Excellent, excellent workers. I've never seen a bad woman in construction. They're normally very good, very focused on their job, in management especially. I mean, I work with plenty of women now, and they're 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 fantastic. They're they're great, great people. I, I haven't seen any discrimination really. Um, That's good. Yeah, no no sexism or anything like that. I've seen. Um, funny, actually, yesterday I was in a class teaching, and a guy. He was a Jamaican guy, lovely guy, really, really funny. And he, he actually, he turned around and said one of the, uh, one of the tutors was sexy, and he right. wasn't being sexist, but he, we, we yeah. called him out on it. Yeah, and it, it kind of, it's kind of getting onto what, what, um, I want sort of point I want to make here is that when I, when I was working in trade, there was a, there was the, the lad culture, and there was a lot, there was a little bit of, I hate the word banter, and it's, yeah. to me, it's like another form of bullying. Yeah. And I, I had a lot of that. I was young buck and I was, you know, bossed around and had the piss taken out and all this. And sometimes, even though it can seem as harmless, you never know what that person is, is going through or feeling at the time. Yeah. And I, I'm all for having a laugh and, and joking around and, and that. But sometimes banter or saying things, then words or can, can make people lack confidence mm. or it can, then words can, can affect someone. And mm. I spoke, I said this yesterday, I, I didn't have a go at the guy, but I said, look, you, you know, it's okay to have a bit of fun in the right time. And if you know someone and, and whatever, but sometimes saying certain things can affect someone and you, you have to really be strict and set your standard with cultures. I mean, I, I, I you know, in, in the classrooms that I have, I'm very outspoken and firm with the culture of no discrimination. You know, yeah. we do this, we do that. And I'm very full on with it. Yeah. And when you when you set your standard, that ripples and people subconsciously understand it. Yeah. And I think in trade, and I see it a lot on so many small sites and when, when, when there's, you know, these big companies have got massive policies and people and managers and it's, it's generally pretty well oiled. But these small companies don't. And you get the lads, the guys that are on site and you need to nip that stuff in the bud and just say, mm. look, that's not okay or mm. that's not fair. Or you shouldn't say that. And that's really the best thing you can do. You know, yeah. you can have all the policies in the world, but when you're in the corner up in a big building and it's going on, policy doesn't stop it. Yeah. You have to call that stuff out. Yeah. Because I, I was not bullied, but I was at piss taken out of me and I was wound up and there were people that said I was this and that. And some people are not very resilient. And if people are going through problems, that yeah. can really have an effect on them and it can affect their outlook and it can affect their opportunity. It can affect... Maybe I won't go and get that job. Maybe I'm not good enough. And I was told yeah. I wasn't good enough. I've been, I've been trade. A guy said to me, "You're not good enough. You'll never be. You'll never be good at this." And I, and I, and I was. I remember that agency turned around to me and said, "You'll never work for these big companies because you're not qualified. Mm. You, you haven't got the experience." And I did. Yeah. 
you know so it drove work, you yeah. yeah it drove me but not everybody's mm. like that and I think no. that I think that we we need to call that stuff out yeah set a good standard at, you know on the site floor yeah and when there are when there are people that are working hard that are just trying to do a good job and 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 show up that mm. needs to be that needs to be applauded yeah and it needs to be encouraged and and when 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 there's banter or jealousy or there's there's something getting said it needs to be called out and, yeah. and when yeah. you start doing that you start to create a ripple effect yeah and then pe- people's people start to feel more comfortable and there's there's less discrimination and there's there's more coming together and more support check out designandbuilduk.net and go to the women in construction awards section on there you'll be able to nominate any wonderful women men and companies for one of our upcoming awards for 2023 on there there's also a section for women in construction and infrastructure hub where we're creating a community of women across the construction and infrastructure sector who are going to be passing each other work and inspiring each other due to launch in october so if you just fill out the whitelist details we'll keep you updated Thanks for joining us on the Big Doug podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. Today we've been talking to Ben, who is a former tradesman and site manager who has worked in many different realms of the industry. Along with assessing trade qualifications, he's also raising awareness about mental health in the industry. Be sure to follow us and Ben on socials and show your support. So at the moment, are you um, are you actually working in education? Are you lecturing yeah. or are you going in? Yeah, yeah you are. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I was a lecturer actually as well. Um, right, once upon it. a time, it's such a it is a really rewarding job, isn't it? But it. It, it's Fantastic. a bloody hard job. Are you finding very it hard? very hard. Very hard. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, like... I'm still learning it. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I, I, I you know I've got all the passion and confidence and management but one thing I've struggled with it is the compliance side so I've there's so much compliance in this and standards because you know a lot of it's mainly government funded money and 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 you can't just you've got to be so on the ball with and that stuff I've kind of struggled with a little bit yeah but I'm I'm learning that but in terms of delivery I absolutely love it yeah, I love yeah. it, and I'm full yeah. of adrenaline all day. But yeah. Christ, you're, you're dealing with personalities all day, aren't you? It's so yeah. hard. You're on stage, aren't you? Basically, yeah. And, yeah you're on and stage. Then you've got to, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and then they, they got... test you. They test yeah. you. They yeah. prod you. They poke you. They ask awkward questions, and some of them don't show up. And the yeah. thing is, because you're not paying them, you can't. It's not threaten them. It's the wrong word. But if someone don't show up for work, you're going right. You're not yeah. going to get the job done. I'm going to call your manager and you're not yeah. going to get paid. You haven't got that. You've just got no. to plead with them. Yeah. And um, God, it's hard, but yeah. it's fun. I love it. Yeah. 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 I did it 11 years. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Yeah. And I've moved back now. So yeah, but it, it was, it was the best experience, but the hardest and the most rewarding. So it's, it's Without one of those. Sh- it is. It really is. <laughs> I'm running on adrenaline all day. And at the end yeah. of the day, I'm so depleted. It's yeah. like, I need to reset my brain and go again. Um, yeah that's where mindfulness comes in so much as well I think isn't it so if you can go away and kind of like yeah you know re-energize so um, with that then so how are you finding so what are your classrooms like do you like let's think about diversity as well like particularly like is there a lot of women in there is there um there is there's portion yes so that yeah their classrooms are anything up to sort of size of 15 um depending on on who comes through 
Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes you might only have five, you might have 15. There are yeah. women that come in. There's there's a sh- massive, massive, diverse people. So it's yeah. funny, actually, that the people that come through are mainly people that are not necessarily construction, but they're, they're, they're pre-employment. They're people that come from all different backgrounds looking to get into construction right. that are doing this course to kind of get educated and yeah. then try and get have an opportunity to work in the industry. So it's a really good thing. But yeah, yeah. all different uh, kind of backgrounds, yeah. ethnic backgrounds, ages, yeah. and it's really massively opened my eyes to um, people. That the, the, the fact that there's many, many different people that are out of work that are looking to get into construction and looking for new opportunities. Yeah. Some of these people are, have had a lot of history in, in work and, and, and life and, and stuff like that. And it's I've loved that part of it because I've learned a lot about people and yeah. I've learned a lot about individuals as well and why they want to get into construction. And I think what the, what the wonderful thing is, is that people see construction as it's just, you know, pick up a spade and a bucket and start building a wall it's not yeah, you, yeah. You, if you've got a good attitude and you've got good skills mm. and and you, you you can you're good with people or you've got you can add value to a company you can do anything in construction yeah law finance management many many different things and i really try yeah, and yeah. breathe that through people say so look you, you're not here just to go and get on a dirty building site and dig mud up you can do anything and some of these people in their 30s their 40s their 50s and they're like what have you done before and some of them have done security work some of them have done management some of them have come from construction and like god you really have got to sell yourself yeah go and sell yourself to these companies and say look i'm good at this i'm good at that i'm good at this and you know they leave with some very good qualifications you know mental health awareness level two and i'm like guys you're getting set up really well here now yeah so but yeah i've kind of got off topic a bit now but many many different ethnic backgrounds different people and i've really found that interesting and rewarding yeah yeah i bet i bet and and so what how are you so are you kind of like how are you breeding this culture that you want to kind of change because i know when we were talking um on the phone before this call um you kind of you've got such a positive kind of like like I don't know, like embracing vision um, of what you think that yeah. you think. Well, you you think that society needs yeah. to change as a whole. Yeah. It's not just about construction. It's not just about trades. Yeah. So, could you just tell us a little bit about your vision, really, for that vision? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I think more needs to be said on mental health. Um, yeah, and it's it's not just about educating. It's about prevention. You know, we we don't want to end up in the doctor. You know, we don't want to end up. You know. Um, trying to cure ourselves we want to yeah. make ourselves prevent that so my yeah. my ethos is, is trying to prevent so how do you prevent um you you prevent obviously the, the ultimate foundation is keeping yourself fit and well and understanding how to implement exercise and, and, and optimize your health and also you know just thinking a bit better having a grow, yeah. I call it a growth mindset and you know i i breathe that through by you know preaching this kind of message and my yeah. core values of, you know, what I believe being, being a happy, healthy, strong-minded person is, yeah. you know, and it, it hasn't got to be complicated. I think if you can understand just a little bit how to move and eat a little bit well and have some progression in exercise, that will probably set you up 50%. That will solve 50% of your personal problems. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll be more confident and you're going to be a bit yeah. more healthier. Yeah, but the other side of it is being able to think better, being able mm. to overcome challenges. And when you when there's a challenge or you're not going through a situation in life, it's being able to think. Well, okay, 
let's not knock myself and lack confidence. Let's just try and put one foot in front of the other. Let's learn yeah. from this and move forward. Yeah. And I and I try and I mean I could talk for hours about the edu- the stuff that I try and teach, but it's trying to get people to understand that so they can be better in themselves. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's the kind of message that I try and preach. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically kind of like fixing yourself to yeah. in order to then try and help others. Really. Hundred hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. 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 And like you were very um encouraging to one of the speakers on Clubhouse as well the other week. You were basically she was talking about some trolls that she'd had on um YouTube. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think like kind of obviously there are a few girls out there that feel like they are objectified or they're yeah. kind of looked down upon because they're they're not really kind of you know they're not going to be as strong enough or they're not going to be able mm. to do such a good job because they're not a man. Um, like what would your kind of advice to them be or have you ever have you ever witnessed this or do you know anybody that you've helped with this yeah. situation yeah, yeah. Ab- ab- absolutely I mean I, I, I've, I've had it um, I, I yeah. think that unfortunately it is going to happen um, yeah. and it's um, yeah I mean in, in many different ways I, I've, I've, I've had that I yeah. think that we've this this is where you know I talk about being strong in yourself yeah I think that don't be afraid and don't let it stop you. And if someone calls you out, I think if you're strong in yourself and yeah. you know who you are and you're confident in yourself, you're going to be more resilient to that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I would say to people that if someone calls you out, it sounds it sounds a little bit silly, but you know, you, you need to have the thick skin to, to sort of see that that person, you know, if someone takes the time to say something nasty to someone that's doing something good or comment on their social media or yeah. say, you're this, that's rubbish. That person is broken. You know, if you're taking the time to go out your way to be nasty, to make yourself feel good, there's yeah. something wrong with that person. Yeah, yeah. And and I, and I think that anybody, whether it's a woman or a man or, or whatever, you know, try and understand that, that first it's not you, it's them. Mm. And when that happens, and because don't get me wrong, we all get emotional, we all kind of react differently to things. Just, just try and take some perspective and understand who you are, you mm. know, why you're doing what you're doing and, 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 you know, appreciate the fact that you're doing good and, mm. and really, really try and embrace that. And there's, there's no other way, really. There really is no other yeah. way. And, and, and I think it's important to, to call that stuff out as well. You yeah. know, if you see someone saying something racist or sexist or nasty, call it out. Say, look, that's, that's not okay. You yeah. know, that's it's not okay to do that why are you doing that it's not okay to to say something detrimental to someone like that and if we can do that that hopefully should ripple and 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 try and prevent and and create better culture but as an individual when it happens yeah it's it's just about understanding that it's it's on them it's not on you yeah and sometimes as much as we can blame them and, and moan at them sometimes we we have to do the work on ourselves to be, to become good in ourselves as well. You know, yeah, be rebridged yeah. in our core values and know who we are, what we stand yeah. for, and be proud of that. Be, yeah. be proud of that. And sometimes, you know, working on our confidence is something that we need to do every day. We, we need to, this is why doing exercise, eating well, and, and doing all the wellness stuff and, and listening to good information and, 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 and keep growing our mind and, and learning will, will solidify us give us give mm. her a thick skin so when you get these silly people that come along you're like look mm. shut up you know yeah. what you're talking about go away yeah. 
Yeah. And I get it all the time. I get called out in classrooms. I get, I've had people at work. I've had women. I've had guys. And it's just, it, it's on them. It, it's on them. It's not on me. And sometimes, sometimes people have a point, you know, if they call you out and, and they've got a point, take it on the chin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it sounds a little bit, we can moan and dwell about it all day long, but mm. we just, we've got to be able to deal with it the right way. Yeah. And be good in ourselves. Does that yeah. make sense, lady? Yeah, that's yeah, how I can sort of describe yeah, that. Really. No, no mm. I love that. And I love the fact that you're like thinking, actually, let's think about them. They probably are a little bit broken, though. So that's like such yeah. a profound way of thinking about it, I think, you know. Yeah. It's so true. Right. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And so, I mean, obviously, you think that everyone, anyone can go into the industry if they've got a bit of motivation. Is that kind of like that? That feels like what your ideal ethos is really. without a doubt anyone yeah. and anyone this is yeah. a guy's industry this is an industry yeah this is well, this is probably the, the, one of the best industries anyone can work in yeah. the best industry i mean i come in i was a, a chavvy little skinny 16 year old <laughs> that worked on a market stall and i got into plastering and i've ended up i'm a i'm now a chartered builder i've worked for i've had my own business i've worked for some of the biggest some of the biggest developments some of the biggest companies worked on some of the biggest developments in in the UK yeah and I'm now teaching people so I brought my passion yeah into construction and I'm now working in education there's not many industries that you can you can diverse and change yeah, yeah. and upskill yourself and, and and still earn good money there yeah. isn't this industry is a fantastic industry full of so many opportunities for men women it doesn't matter what or who you are yeah. You've got so, I mean, even the industry hasn't shut down. It's always going to be there. There's yeah, so much, yeah. so much building going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and even if you're a trade, you know, you can, you can do your own thing. You can earn your own money. I mean, when I started working, I was earning pockets of cash. I was doing my neighbor's ceiling and I was doing my mate's room and earning cash. And, but if you, if you're good at law, companies want people that are good at law. If you're good at money, if you're good at documents, if you're good at management, if you're good at, client facing if you're good at i don't know interiors you know you could mm. these big companies want people that are good at sales it's it's unbelievable how much um work and, and opportunity these are yeah, even this company yeah. that i'm working for they're not they're not massive but they're a fairly big company but yeah they they need so many different people to do yeah. stuff yeah and it's it's just you know it's a wonderful industry and I recommend anybody get into it. And I think it's the yeah. only industry I can think of where you can just chop and change. Yeah. And, and, and add, if you can add value to a company, you will always have some sort of work. And I yeah. think if you're, if you're, if you work hard and you show up and you've got a good attitude, you, you can go as high as you want. Yeah. Even if yeah. you're a woman, even if I, I honestly, I've seen some women that are very well paid and, and, and a kicking ass in the industry. And yeah. I've learned a lot from some of them. Even now, there's a woman who I've been working with and I've learned a lot from her. Learned yeah. a lot from her. It's funny, we, yeah. we butt heads a lot. We've similar age, similar personality. And she's, it's funny, she sent me a lovely message last night and I sent one back and um, she said, I'm sorry if we've clashed a little bit, but I want the best for you. And, and, and I laughed. I said, we haven't clashed. We've had some funny heated words, but you, you've been fantastic and I've learned so much from you yeah that's do you amazing. know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so inspiring Ben honestly thank you so much I think like you pleasure are, are you speaking at all do you go and do events or um, I, I, I'm looking to I mean I do a lot of speaking yeah. where well, I do now um, yeah. I don't I'm, I want to do that I do a podcast 
yeah. um, the self-development project, but I want to do more of this. The more of this yeah. I can do, the better. Yeah, yeah. I think I would love to speak in companies. That's something yeah. that I want to try and yeah. um, try and do. And this is kind of the direction that I want to go in now. Obviously, yeah. going into the latter quarter of the year, I'm going to yeah. focus on now my next steps of how can I – yeah. penetrate the industry more and it means connecting with people like you yeah getting in with companies and just and just t- these little touch points and, in, yeah. and then sooner or later that that will then transpire into yeah. um the next step of where I want to take this I mean for me it's facilitating more education being able yeah. to support individuals and having the correct guidance yeah that yeah. that will hopefully help people with their mental health and, and yeah, be able to make people in the industry better so that, yeah. that that's that's my direction but the more stuff I can do with this the better yeah. well you're a natural at it so I think you definitely will fly <laughs> <laughs> one I'm like one it. thing I'd say that yeah. as well you know because coming from a, an education background I taught yeah. um, at a secondary school from year seven to year 11 Love for it. five years and I think like you know the options like ages like year nine maybe year eight year nine like they could really do with someone like you going in and saying you know like like this is open to all of you that it isn't just like you said about building a wall there Mm. is this 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 and this and this and then just opening their eyes to the roles that are in the industry at that age I think then will kind of you know it'll slowly tick away in their brains whilst they're kind of making their decisions I hope so that's a really good idea lady yeah Yeah, and and I would I will that would be great to do that without yeah, without a yeah. doubt yeah I think that is there's more of that needed because mm. I've witnessed what their careers fares are like and they're they're really dire <laughs> yeah <be> <laughs> there's yeah. a few people on some stands <laughs> and like if you want to go up to them and ask them some questions you can but yeah they could really do with someone like you going in and I appreciate kind of, that you know yeah that, that, that's, a good, that's a good idea and I think companies yeah. need it I think the industry yeah. needs the industry yeah, needs definitely. good people yeah, and if you and I and I dare say, if you ask some of these industry leaders, they probably yeah. struggle finding good people. You know, mm. good, solid people with good mm. ethics, values, and work ethic to come in. And sometimes having someone in who's good can give companies ideas. Well, actually, yeah. why don't why don't we do this? That person's good at that. Why don't we set that up? And yeah, I think it's good for the industry. The industry can grow better like that. Yeah, you know, definitely. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time today. No ben. worries. Pleasure. It's really, pleasure. really great chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. This, is, this has been good fun, Layla. Really, oh, it's been a pleasure having, having, having you on your podcast. And um, yeah, it's, I've really enjoyed it. So thank you. It was so wonderful chatting to Ben Downton and hearing his story. And also to get a different perspective just from a, a male's point of view. And if you want to find out what else he's been up to, you can follow him on at Ben Downton on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Before we go, just a reminder that this pod is part of a series in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards as we celebrate some truly inspirational women and men in the trade industries. If you want to know who else we've been talking to, give us a follow and a subscribe on your podcast provider and they'll be delivered straight to you. You can also follow us on socials. But until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.